to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. Here is Match and Reveal. My word, what a rocket. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. It's the uh, it's the Forge Audio Network. This is the match in review. It's the instant match in review. You heard the final whistle out in Winnipeg between Forge and Valor. And immediately following that whistle, here we are. Forge FC losing 2-0 on the road against Valor at IG Field in Winnipeg. This was a match that... If you watch this match from start to finish and you talk about a a, a weaving a narrative that just encapsulates Forge FC's season so far, this is the match. Forge FC's season in a nutshell. So you you heard the scoreline there. 2-0 in favor of Valor. The expected goals in this match. Now, expected goals, depending where you go, uh, sometimes they're, they're they're a little different, but ultimately they are are calculated based on when you the team in possession, um, where they have the ball, where the shots are coming from, how likely the the team is to score from that specific position. Expected goals in this match: one point five for Forge, zero point two eight for Valor. Yet Valor wins two. Nothing. Ball possession at the final whistle. 56%. That's in favor of Forge FC. And we can just go down the list. I mean, shot attempts, 19 for Forge. Five for Valor. 19 attempts for Forge. Zero goals. Six of those hit the target. None of them went in. Valor, five attempts, three on target. And the two that did go in, Tristan Henry had absolutely no shot no shot at all and that that's been i mean th- th- this has been the season opportunities after opportunities after opportunities forge fc just not able to capitalize and i mean you 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 feel like it there's going to be a breakthrough it, it there has to be i refuse to believe there isn't going to be a breakthrough at some point and then the floodgates will open and then it'll just be a score fest um for forge fc and you you have a feeling it gets close it has to it has to all logic tells you that it the floodgates have to open at some point uh but we are not there yet valor this is their first win since the uh since their opening match of the season uh, this is Forge's first loss on the road where they had been virtually perfect coming into this one with the exception of one draw. It's been all wins. And that's your final 2-0 Valor. Um, Forge came out with a new look, a different look. It was a 3-4-3 three, three type look here. You had three players at the back for most of the match. They started with uh, Malik. Oluwabu Bellowu, Mandrakar James, Dominic Samuel. And in the midfield, you had Becker and Ashton Yodianson. But you had Rama and Poku on the flanks of the midfield. Different look. Different look. And then up top, Jordan Hamilton, Taron Campbell, David Chouanier. And early on, whatever this... You know that, that Forge came in with a 
you know, these, these formations don't exactly happen by accident. There was something Forge saw and thought they could exploit. And the thing is, they did. Because they got in behind Valor quite a bit and had some golden opportunities. First one, just a few minutes in, it was Taron Campbell. Early chance. Kyle Becker, who was phenomenal in this game, by the way, linking plays, his playmaking ability, that high soccer IQ of his. He just creates. I mean, just steady. Creates, creates. And it was Taron Campbell who was in virtually all alone. There was some back pressure. Um, from the left side and couldn't score. It was on target. Uh, if he had to have it back, not the shot he probably wanted, probably wanted a little more behind it. Um, and it was a fairly easy save for Valor. By the way, um, I don't look, I don't enjoy just complaining. I, it sounds like I do, but I don't, I, I gotta, I have to point this out. Um, I love IG Field. I love the stadium. Winnipeg did a fantastic job with that stadium. I love everything about it. Except when soccer matches are played. It is not a pretty field to look at. I mean, I don't know what go I I, I haven't I've spent a lot of time at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton, but I haven't really necessarily seen the the full effort that goes behind the field transformation from CFL to CPL. Um, but whatever is being done in Hamilton, I mean, it's, it's a marvelous job. I mean, it looks when the tiger cats are playing, it looks like a football field is a, a CFL field. And when Forge is playing, it looks like a soccer pitch. I don't know Winnipeg. And I'm sure someone in Winnipeg could explain this to me in a way that would make sense. Um, all I'm saying is it just, it doesn't look good. That that's all I'm saying. Um, like I'm seeing a, a blue bomber logo. I'm seeing a university of Manitoba logo. I'm not seeing a Valor logo anywhere on, on, on the pitch. I mean, if you're going to have logos, I don't know. It just, it doesn't look, you can see the, all the football lines. Just saying, it's not a good look. It doesn't look good on television is all I'm saying. Um, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. It just, you know, you, you want to, uh, when you're watching a match, you want the full visual effect of a soccer match and you don't quite get it in Winnipeg for, for whatever reason, but okay. That's besides the point. I just, I wrote it down. I, I, if it's on paper, I have to say it. What, what can I do? No going back after that. Um, but I'll say, I'll say this. Valor came into this one looking like a much different team. Valor has struggled mightily this season, especially at home. Right? There's been some, if, if you heard the match day preview that we did, I interviewed Ed Tate, who's a Hall of Fame journalist, covers Valor out in Winnipeg. And he was very frank about the fact that Valor has to start doing something. Um, they've never made the playoffs. They've had a very disappointing season. They've had some really bad losses this season, some embarrassing losses. And they've been called out by their coach going into this one. You knew you were going to get a hungry squad. And by the way, Valor was missing their best player who's on international duty, Nyonga Bear. So... This was a, a Valor club that was just, I mean, they were running on effort. Everything that you saw out there was a team that was motivated, motivated by, from their, by their coach, um, just by themselves because of their previous results. And by the fact that it, the, the fan base is not a, a pleased fan base right now. So within the first 15 minutes, you saw a different Valor club. In fact, rarely do we see, especially early, 
um, Forge FC on the, 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 the lower end of the possession metric. Uh, but Valor had the majority of the possession, you know, for that first half of the first half. Around 52%, they controlled the ball. Forge defended well, very well. I mean, I gave you the expected goal, 0.28 for the match. Um, wait, till, wait till you hear what the expected goals were after the first half, next to none. Despite all this possession, Forge defending beautifully. In position, they were disciplined. No one was chasing. Um, they kept their shape. They, they did everything right on the defensive side. They would have probably just liked to hang on to the ball more. You know, Forge did get their chances. It seemed to be on, in more on, um, you know, we're used to seeing Forge attack, build, you know, build towards that attack, patience, ball possession. Forge's attack in this one, it was faster, more of a counter, uh, but the ball possession wasn't quite there. And so that's probably why the, the stats reflected that way. Um, there was an early, Valor did, not only did they dodge a bullet with the Taron Campbell chance early on, um, he had more chances, by the way, but not just that, uh, there was a handball in the box. And, you know, listen, we don't have review in this league. It happens very quick. The official was there. And he felt that the the Valor player's arm was in a, a natural position close to his body, did not end up giving the call to Forge. But that was one of those 50-50 ones, which again, I mean, that you talk about turning the tide of a match. I mean, that the Campbell chance early, the handball right after that, two things that could have gone Forge's way. And you're looking at a completely different match. But that's just the way um that's and that's the way the sport goes. And that's where that's the way things have gone for, for Forge this season. And Forge looked dangerous in that first half at times. Again, I, I dangerous Valor turned the ball over quite a bit, and Forge was good on the counter. Again, their attack looked a little different this time. It was it, it was more of a and again, I don't think it was anything that was necessarily planned. I mean, you don't really plan some of these counters. They happen because of turnovers. Uh, but it was just interesting. It, it looked like a just a, a slightly different Forge club in this one. And 23rd minute, again, Taryn Campbell, and not to, you know, listen, not to, to pick on anybody. It's just that Campbell had um, some chances early on, and they just did not go his way. By the way, this is, Taryn Campbell is the leading scorer the most prolific goal scorer in this league's history. And it just, his luck hasn't been there. It, it, we can say that about a lot of players. Uh, but in this one, it, it was just Taron Campbell could not get that bounce. He had another crack from the left side. Uh, this one went over the target. So Forge had been looking dangerous and Becker was the catalyst. Because even that second chance from Campbell, uh, Kyle Becker was the creator, the architect of that chance as well. Yeah, I just, I mean, you, again, you combine that high soccer IQ with his, the quality, his deliveries, I, I mean, and consistently, just perfect, beautiful deliveries. And on the other end of it is where Forge has been lacking this season. And that's where the quality has been lacking. So, 33rd minute, it was now Jordan Hamilton's turn. From 40 yards out, I love to see this, by the way. It's always one of the keys. I feel like it's become a broken record going into these matches. But when I deliver those three keys, um, this club has to hit the target more. And they did in this one. And I loved that Jordan Hamilton took a shot from 40 yards out. 
It was a great shot, by the way. Tested the keeper. Uh, yes, Lee had to punch it out over the goal from four. I mean, you know it's a quality shot when the keeper has to punch it over the goal from that far out. And he did, and it led to a forge corner. Um, but the opening goal did not come off that corner. It came six minutes later. 39th minute, Valor, Pianelli, which was essentially a free header. Um, there was a defender there. Mandricard Dames was there, but Pianelli got up and there was... Uh, there was just way too much space between him and his man and Pianelli with what was essentially a free header off a corner. And that, by the way, his first career CPL goal. Valor feeling it after that one. Forge looking a little frustrated, which you you get very understandable after the way that first half went. Forge frustrated. Some, um, we'll call them frustration fouls that went back to back to back. And for the first time this season, Valor FC took a lead into halftime. Now, here are those halftime stats. Keep in mind, Valor's leading one nothing here. These were the expected goals, just based on the opportunities both teams had. Expected goals for Forge, 0 0.60. A little over half a goal expected for Forge. For Valor, 0.07. I mean, that, that that's as close to zero as you could possibly get. But somehow, Forge found themselves trailing at the half. I feel like we've been here before. This season especially. Possession. 53% in favor of Forge's, uh, Forge. I had Borges on the mind. He's coming up. But Forge. Um, shot attempts. This is just the first half. Attempts, eight for Forge. One attempt for Valor. That one attempt was on target, and it was a goal. For Forge, eight attempts, two on target, no goals. Four of those eight attempts were from inside the box. I mean, these are quality scoring opportunities. High danger chances that just did not connect. It did not take long for Tristan Borges to come into the match. Um, he started the second half on the pitch with Taryn Campbell coming off Borges immediately, uh, making his presence felt. He set up Kwesi Poku in the 51st minute. Poku was about 10 yards out again, center of the area, 10 yards out. He lifts the ball over at the goal. Um, so not even a shot on target in that one. But Borges' delivery was just perfect and, and immediately made an impact. The team looked different with Tristan Borges on the field. They looked dangerous. But we're on theme here. 63rd minute, it was Valor with the insurance marker. Ponce makes it 2-0. Um, it was a beautiful goal, by the way. Quality first touch. Volley hits the back of the goal. Again, Tristan Henry, nothing he could possibly do. And it's 2-0 for Valor. Forge starts making their changes. Sissoko on, Wubens Pasias on, uh, Becker and Malik Olawabu Belawu. Olawabi Belawu comes off. Um, and another opportunity. This kind of this was a play that almost just encapsulated how frustrating things have been, and just luck has not been on Forge's side uh, for this the last few weeks. Really, um, Forge had numbers after a turnover 
an opportunity to kind of get back into the game, make Valor pay for a mistake. Plenty of time if they had scored in the 72nd minute. Jordan Hamilton had possession of the ball. He goes to move it forward, and it just goes off the back of Borges's heel, who had his back turned. Um, just a mistake, a mistake that you don't often see, especially when you have numbers and you're ready to turn the you know counter on an attack. And uh, the ball turned over after that, hit Borges's heel, went back the other way, and that was the end of that opportunity. It just, in a nutshell right there, and, and Valor was in full park the bus mode. So, um, you know, the, the final stats, the reason, I mean, Forge really piled it on here and just could not break through. Jensen came on, Kane came on in the 76th minute to replacing Hamilton and Poku. And, um, I mean, what, do you, what more can you say? Plenty of opportunity after that for Forge. I... I Gave you the total stats just um, off the top. I'll repeat them. Expected goals, 1.28 for Forge, 0.28 for Valor. Forge was a full goal better than Valor just in terms of their opportunities. And um, it somehow Forge leaves Winnipeg and heads to Vancouver with no goals to show for their effort. You know, in the second half alone, Ball possession was nearly sixty percent for Forge. Um, they had eleven shots on on eleven shot attempts in that second half alone, and just not their day. Yeah, I, I we could sit here and go through the stats all day. They they tell the same story over and over again. All right, well, listen, that's your final. Forge FC falls two nothing to Valor. I I know, you know, it gets frustrating especially for a club that is used to just winning and um, and scoring. We're not used to seeing this team struggle to score goals. I mean, that, that's the last thing this team typically struggles doing, and it's just been that way this season. Now, fortunately, um, there's plenty left. There's plenty left to play for, and Forge is still in decent position, although... The pressure is certainly on here because with that loss, if you look at the table at the conclusion of this match, Forge FC in third place with 16 points. They're tied with York, uh, but York has a match in hand and they're two points back at Pacific who's in first place, but Pacific has two matches in hand. So depending on what Pacific does with those matches, um, it's an uphill battle for Forge to finish at the top of the table. And uh, now they, there's some heat behind them because Calvary is only four points back of Forge, but they have a couple of matches in hand. We're, we're getting to a point now where you're not desperate, but you kind of have to play desperate. Um, and, and by the way, it's not like Forge has a week of training coming up here. Um, in fact, the schedule is very tight for the next week in a couple days because we have them here playing on a Friday night, their next match also on the road at Vancouver, a 10 o'clock game. That's on Tuesday. And then they're back at it the following weekend at home where on the Sunday, the 25th will be at home to Atletico Ottawa at six o'clock. Uh, so schedule, not doing them any favors going forward. Although can't be used as an excuse because they did have a condensed you know, they went through that stretch of five matches in 16 days, but they've had two straight matches now where they've had essentially a full week of training uh, going into these matches. So there's, again, the play. What do you do 
And this is a question that I can't really answer, that it has to come from the players. What do you do when everything is going right? You're just, you're not scoring. In other words, the chances are there. And and these aren't, you know, if you had a young club that was unproven and things were going this way, maybe you can start questioning the quality of the players, right? But you can't do that with Forge because, I mean, when we talk about prolific goal scorers in this league, there are a handful of them that are on this team that have done it. And, I mean, unlucky, maybe is it a mental thing, you know, when things aren't going well? Is it in your head? Is it something that you just, it's, it's, it's hard to, I mean, how do you just, how do you just relax and play when things aren't going right? It's very difficult to do too much talent on this team for this to persist way too much talent in this coaching staff for this to persist. And you do have a feeling that once that ball starts rolling, and this club starts finding their scoring touch again. It's just going to be an avalanche of goals. They just, they have to find it. They have to get there. And if you're looking at opportunity, it's it's a pretty good one coming up next on Tuesday, right? Because you're playing against an, an expansion squad in Vancouver FC, who we've, we've seen give up a lot of goals. Um, they're in last place. They've played nine matches, only seven points. They've only scored eight. They've given up 18. So you have the, you're playing against a club that has given up a lot of goals this year, and you are a club searching for answers offensively. I would say that the Stars have kind of aligned a little bit here going into this match against Vancouver. We can look at the negatives, and there are some, but if you want to be a glass-half-full kind of person here, um, there's an opportunity to really find their game against Vancouver and then carry that momentum back home where they need to start winning more against Atletico Ottawa. So these struggles we're talking about, maybe this is the last time we talk about them because things are going to turn around shortly. Um, I guess only time will tell. Your final, once again, out of Winnipeg, at IG Field, Valor 2, Forge, FC, 0. Next up, we have Vancouver Tuesday. There will be a match day preview uh, that'll be available on Monday. Tuesday, you'll get your three keys to the match. And then right after that match, it's going to be a late one. I'm already I'm already prepping mentally for the... Uh, I'm, I'm already planning naps. It's This is what this is what you do when you get to a certain age. You plan your naps when you know you're going to be up a little bit later for a 10 o'clock match. That means after the final whistle on Tuesday, which will be around midnight, we will go live and deliver your match in review. So that is all coming up. Keep it locked onto the Forge Audio Network, your official home of Forge FC and all this fantastic content we deliver. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. This has been Match in Review with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.